Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Explorers, welcome back to the Starfield Lorecast. This is your host, Tom, or Robots, and I've got Dave here with me as usual. Hey, Dave, how's it going? Biddly dumb squats. It's Mr. Dave here to see you. <laughs> cool, man. All right, Dave's I'm here. On, I'm working on new new content, new new intros. You know, what if my tagline was diddly dumb squats? Diddly dumb good... squats. That sounds like it sounds like a like a Rick and Morty thing. You know, like oh, oh, yeah. say the thing. You come to diddly McDonald's dumb to get your diddly dumb squat sauce. There you go. For your uh, <laughs> McRib. <laughs> but uh, hey, w- welcome back. Also, this is our patron episode for January. We're at the end of January. That's crazy. Uh, and Nova's here with us. We were planning to have Turbo Toboggan here again, but uh, it kind of disappeared last minute. So we've got Nova. Nova, welcome back. How's it going? Uh, it's going pretty good. It's always a pleasure to be here, Tom. Thanks very much for this opportunity. Well, thank you for supporting the show. It's it's like it's like a mutual agreement where we both benefit. It's pretty cool. I oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, you entertain me throughout the day, and I just give you money. Hey, that's <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> we appreciate yeah. it. Um, but here, here's what we're talking about today. We we were pitching around ideas and talking with Nova and Turbo, if Turbo decides to jump in at some point, uh, about topics. And we settled on talking about the factions because Dave and I have been going through all the different factions. We're kind of caught up on all the main ones. But there's more than just the main factions. There's other groups and, and things that we haven't really discussed in too much detail. But I wanted to do a fun little thing where I'm going to pitch two different groups or factions and i want to get nova i want to get your take on it but then dave you can chime in too we'll just kind of have a fun I'm discussion like i'm the lesser it. person in this you know i feel like i'm like a second degree citizen of this i kind of like that yeah Punish i mean me, tom punish me it was the patron no I mean, like and uh yeah well i don't punish know how, how i feel about the punishing thing but um here oh. we go are you ready nova I am as ready as I can be. All right, let's start. Let's start with the two that make the most sense that most people have discussions about the United Colonies and the Freestar Collective. If I was to say you only have to pick, you only can pick one. You got to pick one. Which one do you go with and why? Uh, The thinking begins. Yeah, like I thought about this actually quite a lot and I'm honestly not really sure. (laughs) <laughs> okay, because well, that's both, that's interesting. Why? Why aren't you sure? Why is this difficult? Well, because both of them have ideals that they espouse with the giant quotation marks around it, but then both of them also have, oh, these are the rules and regulations and also the laws that we have inside of our society, the other side of society that also counteract our 
actual mandate of what we perceive ourselves to be. Oh, wait. So you're saying that uh, politics is ironic when you look yes. close enough. <laughs> huh. Exactly. Now you Weird. understand. It's, it's an election season. We're getting to politics, guys. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so you would have a really hard time choosing between one or the other. What if what if you absolutely like what if somebody was like had a gun to your head? What if pirates take over your ship and they're like, which one are you? You see your free star and you just got to pick. I think I'd have to go with Freestar. Okay, Freestar. All right. You're a Confederate then. <laughs> I am abs- I mean, I live in a border state, so yes, but <laughs> All right, so why Freestar? Um, I would go with I really just think that it just seems more like it, it, it just seems more to human nature what the Freestar collective has rather than the United Colonies. It is, well, in their name, free. And so you have, like, you can create your own life, you create your own destiny, you can do what you want with a free store collective, you have much less rules and constraints. But at the same time, like on the flip side of that, then you also have less of a fallback plan, which the UC would be. But I'd like the... A safety net. A safety net. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But I just like the prospect of being able to make myself, make my own destiny and not really be constrained by, here's the entire rule book they have to follow. And you just get plop on the tables of a 500-page binder of rules and regulations that to follow. I just kind of like the idea of it being like a little pamphlet to look through and not a binder. Okay, so it's I mean, it's kind of analogous to the difference between being self-employed and working for a corporation. If you're self-employed, you have more freedom to choose what you're going to do, how you're going to make your path. But you also don't really have a safety net. Whereas if you work for a corporation, there are certain rules and laws. They can or cannot let you go in certain ways. Um, You're guaranteed a paycheck as long as you keep showing up unless you get fired. Uh, Even then, if you do get fired, if you live in certain places, you may get a few months package or yeah, whatever it's called right you may have may have like this like you know this little parachute you know to kind of help <laughs> help with the down. fall right until you get another job that kind of thing so there's there's kind of the flip side of both of those um okay so you are high risk high reward is that what yes i'm detecting here yes that, that is that is the way i am going with this because like a few months ago i i uh did a brief comparison between them and I kind of describe the, the Free Store Collective as more American style, while the UC as more European style, where, mm-hmm. like, like, you know, they're in, in the United States, for the most part, it tends to be more individualistic, while in Europe it tends to be more, uh, like, collectivists, or like, 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 we're going to be a community, and we're going to all be, like, uh, near homogenous, while the United States is like, okay, this state does its own thing, this state over here does its own thing, and this one up here is just Texas, and <laughs> this one, well, down here it would be it's like in or the down south, here, right? yes, yeah, yeah. down here. I mean, yeah, there's Texas, and I guess they're at this point they're trying to secede from the country or something. I don't know. There's rumors. Um, so, would you consider Freestar also to be more libertarian? Yes, it'd be more libertarian slash conservative of old of old world values. Okay, interesting. A Dixiecrat, some would say. A Dixiecrat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or, or, All right. Yeah. Uh, if you, okay, so let's continue down this path. So they're like, all right, what are you? And you're like, I'm Freestar, I'm Freestar. Where do you settle? Do you pick one of the main settlements or do you pick a moon or a planet somewhere and just like plant your little flag in the ground and say, this is my land, this is what I'm doing? I kind of like the idea of being a colonist on a barren rock and just on, creating on a barren like, rock. Like, a, like a creating a, creating a homestead or on a, uh, 
uninhabited planet. Oh, okay. I mean. Not necessarily like, barren, like it doesn't have life on it, but like, yeah, doesn't yeah. have other people on it. Yeah, just like, oh, this is new, uh, new moon or planet over here that was just discovered or we discovered a long time ago, but no one's ever been to it. Like, I'll take it. Thank you. That's mine. <laughs> I'll go there right mine. now. <laughs> this is uh, it's called Nova Planet now. It's Nova, Nova Planet. I am King Nova of my planet. <laughs> Novopolis. <laughs> no, 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 Novopolis, population one. <laughs> That's a little like his little marquee sign. He goes, just one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's like a chalkboard. This is population at the top. And you just like you just put like one little. Yeah. Um, all right. Dave, what would you choose? Yeah, um, I don't know what Nova's smoking over here, but um, <laughs> we're going we're going United Colonies all the way. Here's the thing. Let's be honest with ourselves. Let's all have an honest moment to like really ground ourselves. If we were to live in the Starfield universe, what would you be doing? Probably, you know, if you if I'd you're be selling chunks. Good, if you're having a good like I'm having a good life. I can I let, let me tell you something. I'm having a good life. Good life is all about me. I'm living the good life. Put me on the shirt. Put put a sticker on the back of your car because that's me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, what would I be? I would just probably be some guy, you know, works in utilities, maybe does an entertainment podcast on the side, has a nice little family. And where would you want to do that? Would you like to do that in the Free Star Collective who um, like has trouble like policing their systems and has all these like outlaws and bandits that are going to come steal your crops and maybe shoot your, your uncle or whatever, you know, going down there. With old John Marston gonna go shoot up some bad boys and cowboys. We're in Red like, Dead now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to live that life, or would you rather live in like a city where oh, here's all these things provided for you, and all you got to do is your job, and as long as you do your job, then you're good. Also, space. Like, let's really think about it. Like, do you know how many ships blow up all the time in there? You know how many? How many? How many, Dave? A lot, a lot. Like at least fifty, if you're trying to get the fifty pilot mark. Like you, you've ended fifty ships in that time. Like it's probably not a very safe method of travel. So if I'm going anywhere in the Starfield universe, it's right into Atlantis. Give me like, give me like a nice like design desk job where I'm like, oh, I'm helping serve water to the community. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> give me something like I don't know. Maybe my maybe I'm just like Zen and my goals are pretty low set, but like. I'm not going to be the guy that's out there, you know, trying to, trying to start up my, I'm not a bootstraps kind of guy. I'm like, a let's consider some safety and also a side of communism, because that seems like a side of communism that adds a little bit extra flavor. It's like extra seasoning on top. Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't really get to do exactly what I'm, I don't get to go and settle these planets or, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm not like a first rate citizen, you know, much like this podcast right now. I'm not a first rate citizen, but I'm pretty happy being second rate. You know, punish me, you see. What? Punish me. Wait, the podcast is a second rate. Yeah. Like I said, I was a second rate person. Punish me, Tom. Punish me. Oh, God. Man, this is when this, this, episodes going in weird ways weird directions yeah yeah, yeah all right all right so you're 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 living that comfy life i am just like don't have high aspira- aspirations well, but it, you're just it, kind of in the options satisfied. given now you didn't give me any more options so right. i don't know i don't have a hotter take than that it's pretty lukewarm I mean, hey, take it's fair it's a fair take um yeah, a I, vanilla bean take over here i'm actually i'm probably with you i think at a younger point in my life i would have been a little bit more freestyle but i think i think just having just having certain a certain amount of things taken care of right now 
feels kind of nice. Also, I like taking a poop on a toilet that works, you know. <laughs> well, on a toilet that's not negative two hundred degrees because the sun yeah. eclipsed the planet nearby, and you were in the shade yeah. of that planet, and all of a sudden your moon dropped two hundred degrees, like that. Okay, so like there is a reason. Like I have an uncle who lives in Alaska and has for decades, and. When he is, uh, he, he has worked for the National Firefighters. He's one of the guys that used to actually go in on the ground, but then he became a coordinator, did all of that kind of stuff, situated up in Alaska. And during the off season, he goes to his cabin, which is out in the middle of nowhere. He can only get to it by plane or by boat. And then he stays for months in his cabin. And in Alaska, the weather gets really, really cold. So it might be like negative 40 out. And in the middle of the night, he's got to relight the fire in order to make sure he doesn't freeze to death in his cabin. And in order to do so, he drinks enough water before he goes to bed that having the need to go to the bathroom wakes him up. But then for the longest time, this was decades ago, before he had internally set plumbing in this cabin he would have to walk out to the outhouse in negative degree weather in the middle of the night to make sure that he doesn't freeze to death so he go to the bathroom all that's to say that <laughs> nova your description of this lifestyle on this planet that nobody settled before sounds a lot like that i'm not sure i'm not sure i'm built uncle, for that your uncle sounds great i'd love to meet him sometime he's a really cool guy <laughs> like he's a really really cool guy like he's My the kind of guy family's much like that they're like i want to go vacation to a scotia where there's like two people and i'm like <laughs> yeah he's the kind of guy know. who would hunt in the winter kill a caribou and eat for months off of the frozen caribou meat because that was enough it was enough to sustain him and his dog you know it was yeah. like <laughs> Like that's the I kind of guy do like the basic like I don't want to go like full rough in it. Like I want to do like the basic like two and a half mile hiking trail, do the outdoors <laughs> bit and then go back to the hotel. Like go is there a the version lodge. of that? Like is there like <laughs> yeah. star tours where like we get on the little tour bus, we all go and we're like, All right guys, we're gonna go to Voli Alpha now and then we'll see you later as we go back to to do Atlantis. We're just doing a quick little trip. If the red light <laughs> like, blinks, put on your safety belts because the pirates might be boarding the ship. The cruise ship, the cruise ship makes so much sense right now in this context. I'm like, why is there a cruise ship out here that we have to rob stuff from? The no, the cruise ship makes a hundred percent sense now. All right. So here, let's move this on. All right. Between the one you picked, so for you, Nova, Freestar, House Varun. Is there Definitely any Freestar still? There's no yeah. way you go to House Varun. There is, there is no redeeming quality about a House Varun for me. <laughs> because they're like religious zealots and you, you don't even you don't even know what their lifestyle is like where they live. Only little bits of rumors that you picked up from people like that kind of thing. Basically, I'm not giving up my life as I'm not giving up my life out, out on the out on the uh, on my own little moon to become a Mennonite, essentially. <laughs> Mennonite. OK. All right. What about you, Dave? House Faroon? I mean, in my heart of hearts, it's still United Colonies. But here's what I will say here. Like that would be if a toss up was Freestar or House Faroon. It's a tough one because one would be okay you're just like out here roughing it but the other one like maybe they know some really good stuff you know like what maybe if, they got yeah. it figured out if somebody yeah. really had it figured out like i would want to know like i would make some sacrifices to know what it takes to you know if somebody had it like figured out right what if you know? what if the secrets to the universe uh, they actually have them like they seem to right. think they have them right but 
They might. Like so the so the question is, would I rather live in Alaska in a hut or be a part of a cult? I guess the answer would be a cult. <laughs> Don't drink the punch, Dave. Okay. Wow. Doing my best. All of these wonderful things are coming to light. And this is amazing. Well, All right. it's like House Farid just seems like it's it's it, like half of their people are are like to put it in the best light or essentially like religious zealots who are going to go on a crusade to attempt to turn other people into their own like to incorporate them into their religion or execute them on site right there is no other route with them other than that and so i'm not going to sit here and be like oh yeah that just seems perfectly normal to me i'm just gonna i'm I'm gonna be on my colony ship or wherever they are and just eventually going to get selected for okay it's your time to go on meter season buddy have fun here's your <laughs> rifle and your armor yeah this is a that is, is a tough life it is a tough life. yeah i like that they have a rumspringa i think that's kind of fun what <laughs> yeah the, wait, the what? Amish do for like when you oh yeah 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 uh, you know, your rumspringa. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah I'm, this I'm, is I'm, like some i'm on I'm my pennsylvania stuff now boys uh, get my, get on my rum spring and get out there Amish country, go out there and dance with the girl at a bar. You know what I mean? <laughs> is that what you mean? Is that how that works? I think so. Okay. Cool. I, I'm not Amish, so I wouldn't know. I like dancing basis, with girls at bars. They basically just throw the Amish kids once to turn 18 out into the world and see if they, okay, go survive. See how you like it out there. If you don't like it, come back here and mom will coddle you. <laughs> all right here let's move on to the next one because i don't think anyone's going for house for rune i think both of you are like eh, i don't know about that no, it's second i rank yeah. it number two it's number two list. all right oh my so okay imagine imagine <laughs> that stream to the other like <laughs> imagine uh you, you aren't choosing uc or freestar duty ideological reasons imagine you are just somebody who's ready to enlist in the military or in some sort of some sort of group like that do you choose the uc marines or the freestar militia which one i would have to say the uc marines for that interesting so you go with uc for that why the marines instead of the militia because it's a much more organized and better fighting force they have a cohesive supply chain that actually everyone's using basically the same equipment and so it's not going to be like it's, it's not going to be the nightmare in which Germany found itself in World War II, where they had 90,000 different weapon systems that, you, that they're using, all needing their own specific separate ammunition type. If I'm going to go into a fighting force, I'm going to be using this. I'm going to be using the same 556 five, or, or, or what is the triple seven as I'm going to use the same triple seven as my buddy over here. So if I run up AM, I can just borrow his magazine or uh, my or my six five and my uh, other rifles. It just logistically, it just makes the most sense. And also because it just seems to be a more formal military force because a mm-hmm. militia is if they're calling it a militia, it's by definition, often, not not formal. It's informal. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I'm not, I don't want I don't want to be next to Billy Joe over here who just picked up a rifle the first time and just start blasting in that direction. I want to be next to somebody who has been in the military for the last two and a half years who I can rely on. Like Danny DeVito, he's like, so I just started blasting. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. Right. Yes, yeah, yeah. I just started blasting. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, okay. So, you know that everybody with your squad is uniform. They're all trained the same. They all have the same gear and equipment. You know they've got your back. You know it's not just some guy who's just out there to, like, I don't know, prove himself and you know, go wild. Yeah. Um, yeah. That makes and, sense. And, and with a militia, you don't know the, qual- like, first of all, you don't know the quality of the people you're working with. And secondly, they're going to be more rowdy and undisciplined. 
And that by itself could spell disaster because if all of a sudden, oh, we're just going to make camp here for tonight and we're going to break out the beers, boys, and have a party. Yeah. Also, I'm going to be killed in my sleep, basically. Yeah, possibly. (laughs) Yeah. Also, it seems like with the militia, the lines of authority, uh, ranks and things like that are more more vague. It is very, yes, it is also right. very big. So, like, in, in the Marines, like, you know who your commanding officer is, and you know who their commanding officer is, and, like, and the line all the way up. It, there is no ambiguity about who has authority and power in what's, whatever situation you're in, right? But with a yeah. militia, you might be combining different groups. There's going to be, well, I've served for 30 years, or, you know, like, well, uh, yeah, but I've, you know, I'm the best shot in the group, or whatever. There's going to be, it's not yeah. formal, like you're saying, right? Yeah. And not to mention also, it's the Marines. Like whenever you hear the word Marines, you're like, oh, those are the toughest son of a bitches around. <laughs> like, you, well, It just sounds it, cool, right? <laughs> it, just, it just sounds cool. I mean, like you think of Marines, you're thinking like, like you ever think Marines, you're thinking like, oh, okay, they literally just stormed into Iraq and took over the entire country in three days. Wow. Or I'm, I'm in Iraq, um, like two, nine, nine, 91. What, what was Kuwait? the small little country? Kuwait. Yeah. Oh, Kuwait. They, literally, yeah. they literally stormed to Kuwait and took over the entire country in three years and kicked the, to kick the Iraqis out of it with 190 something thousand dead Iraqis and they lost 200. Yeah. It's like, it was very, very minimal. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was, yeah. It was very, very well coordinated and very well geared yes. compared to the, yes. their admittedly, yeah, U.S. Army, everything and, and yeah. you know, the rest of the Calais still, but still, it was like the Marines with the spotlight is what I'm saying. Right. Everyone thinks Marines, they're like, okay, the, those guys over there, they mm-hmm. know what they're doing. They're going to kick some serious butt. And if, if you didn't know that, just look at the entire Pacific Ocean, World War II, how they literally leapfrog their way across the entire island chain until they got to the Philippines, where they quite literally slaughter the entire Japanese garrison there, single-handedly almost. Or not Philippines, uh, you know, Okinawa. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you made a good point. Dave, what do you think? Uh, it, I feel like that we're gonna we're gonna be on this train up. I think the opposite. I would rather be a part of the Free Star Militia because here's the thing: if somebody came up to me and they're like, "Hey, Dave, here's something. Would you rather be a part of the Marines or the National Guard?" I would say, "Oh, the National Guard," because I have absolutely no interest in the military whatsoever. For for me personally, I respect people that serve, but for me personally no interest right, whatsoever right. it's it's, it's so just I'm like doing. it's just like saying i really shouldn't be a teacher but i very oh, much yeah. respect good teachers for what they do because it's extremely right. valuable same kind of thing yeah so from my perspective i'm like yeah freestar militia because here's what they did in a battle here's what they did all the freestar militia were like hey but also we're actually civilians so you can't kill us and the united colonies was like oh crap oh <laughs> nuts you're right well, they've got a point <laughs> you're right i can't kill you so like if I can like masquerade around and like do my thing as like the freestyle militia and be like but and also guess what I'm just a civilian. You just change like, your hat. You take off your military hat and you put on your farmer's yeah. hat and go. I have like a babushka. I'm farming. I'm farming now. I'm a farmer. Wait, I I, I do that is actually bring up a question for me. Does the UN or the Geneva Convention still apply? In in uh, Starfield, the no man dust to dust, ashes to ashes. You better see if that building still exists on Earth. If not, (laughs) nothing. I don't know. I mean, there's probably no mention of it that I know. Well, because according to the Geneva Convention, uh, militias aren't afforded the same protection as militaries are. So if Dave is captured by me over here, I can execute him because he's he's a he's a non combatant, but he's picking up an arm. He doesn't have a civilian. Uh, Nope. 
Nope. If you have, if, if you were firing at me or you had a gun or if we find any ammunition on you, you're immediately considered a, com- a, a you're immediately considered a combatant, but you don't have military, military protections though. So you we'll can be executed the- on the spot. We'll see what the press says about that, my friend. So I'm with the UC press over here who are like UC, are slightly communist. So, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. I UC think we're finding attacked vicious, this is, vicious, depraved man. This is a really weird situation because both of you are like, I'm free starred. I'm UC. And then as soon as it's like, well, you got to serve in the military. You're like, nope, switch sides. <laughs> But we still hate each other. <laughs> we just traded lives, basically. <laughs> That's amazing. That is so interesting. Okay. Um, weird. All right. Well, tell you what. We got we to gotta take a break and thank our patrons. But we're going to come back, and I'm going to pitch some other groups and see how you fall on those. We'll see if you are absolutely opposed to each other across the board or not. So don't go anywhere. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, here we are in the middle of the show. Thank you so much for your support, Nova, and to all of our other patrons. Thanks for being here and supporting the show and making this possible. Also, if you would like to check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash starfieldlorecast is the place you can go do it. And you can sign up and get early episodes, ad-free episodes, t-shirts, stickers, join us on future chats, all sorts of stuff. And you could be like our space lord. Commander Marcus Shepard, who gets a shout out every week. So thank you so much, Commander Marcus Shepard. And Nova, thanks for for your support as well. Um, Also, other ways to help out the show would include things like leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That's how you can get your words on the show, like FC7 from the United States, who wrote, this one's real quick and easy. Love it. Five stars. Love the podcast. The best Starfield podcast out there. Well, thanks so much, FC7. Uh, Also, you can rate the show on Spotify and whatever other podcast you're listening to this on uh you can check us out on youtube on the robots radio youtube channel you can see our wonderfully lovely faces uh and you know uh, share it with your friends and things like that all of that stuff helps so thanks for being here all right let's move on with the rest of the show <laughs> all right all right friends let's let's move from the political groups or i guess we could call them they're uh nations are these sort of like nations i don't know words in this section are a little bit weird right because of the way everything's divided up but let's move on to the religious groups so there's the enlightened i'll just a reminder for everybody the enlightened they are organized atheists who profess profess humanist values there's sanctum universum who are extremely religious and are kind of the opposite of that they believe that there's a greater a greater being behind everything and it brings everyone together and then there's the great serpent who worship a great deity that they call the great serpent whatever that means. I'm sure there's a lot of symbolism in there, but I'm sure some of their followers think that there's a literal great serpent out there somewhere. So which of these three would you pick Nova? Which do you side with? Um, probably 
the sanctum universum if i'm being honest okay so the religious faction they they are not aligned with any previous earth religions they're kind of their own thing but they yeah. believe that there's like this greater will there's this there's like a godlike being that's overseeing the universe that's bringing us all and humanity towards this future and specifically into space and all of that right yeah okay so why them as opposed to the other two um well because i don't know just more comforting i guess thinking that there's a greater purpose to life rather than live rather than be born eat sleep grow up die <laughs> it, <laughs> okay. it, just, it just feels like the more just a greater like just more comforting uh feeling if there's like if you do have a uh like a god-given purpose to be on in this universe rather than just you're born congratulations your dad's sperm cell uh <laughs> birds went to your into your mother's egg cell and you became a person congratulations here is your uh well here's your here's your life suffering remember death and taxes are always inevitable right, it just feels right. kind of uh, it would feel kind of empty in that way and even though there's no guarantees that there are any that there is any greater purpose just having that uh just having that some uh, a reassurance or at least that thought in your head would make it in my at least in my at least in my eyes it makes it just a more tolerable and uh, a more tolerable existence and then you also have a goal in which to further yourself and others it's not just mm-hmm. being selfish it's okay if i like like if if i'm nice and if i'm kind if i'm courteous to other people then i might be rewarded later like later on it once i die right right so and so it, it kind of just gives people meaning right so would it be fair to say that the emotional benefit of finding meaning in a deity and the purpose of of your faith is more important to you than uh the collection of facts and what the facts might actually point to and I'm not trying to uh, what I no. what I mean by facts is the, the the things of the things of uh religious importance are almost always in the realm of belief and not in observable fact for the most part. No, I hold those separately. And so like there are immeasurable immeasurabilities in the universe. And sometimes they're just things that you, you just, it is better to take at face value or rather than take the stories rather than actually dive into it. Because, because like I said before, it's just, it makes people and makes other people, uh, it makes yourself more, com- it feels more comforting to just have this belief and mindset that you might be rewarded in, in, in the afterlife. You might, or if there is an afterlife, that life itself is not, is not empty. Is, is kind of what I'm saying so like mm-hmm. facts and f- facts logic and reason I'm completely all about <laughs> right but, <laughs> but e- it, even even if even if most of the facts point towards ambiguity when it comes to the, the case of a deity or an afterlife oh yeah so even uh, even though the facts don't necessarily conform or deny that you would still go with it because of the personal comfort of that belief is that what you're saying it's more just yeah, it, 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 uh, that is basically what I'm saying. Yeah, it is okay. that you just take you just have, oh, OK, you had to take these good stories and that kind of just molds a morality around yourself because you like you almost take the story like even though they're 
probably not factual. I'm going to just, I'm going to be flat out. They're probably not factual. They're just, they're curated in a way to, to make you a better person, at least in the eyes of the, of the person who created the religion or who spoke of, this is the way to go. It's just a morality basis, essentially is what I'm saying. Okay. All right. Dave, what do you think? So, it's it's like in the setting of the game. Uh, let me get kind of get through my line. Yeah, of yeah. Let's let, and and I think that's a good idea. Let's try to keep this in the scope of the setting of the game, like what we know about these faiths in the game. Yeah, that, right. that's how I was, that's how I was my words very carefully. Right, right. Because because this, I mean, it's very easy to say like, oh, well, this is analogous to being a one of our real world religions or being a real world atheist or whatever. Uh, but really, right. it's this is in the setting of the game and and what we know from Starfield, right? And in Starfield, yeah. there's there's mystery surrounding the you know the vast unknown and deities and those kinds of things. We don't really know. Like you were making a point, Nova. There's stories about those things, but the science just shows that there's just science there's just stuff out there and the things that are testable are testable and anything beyond that is speculation and belief which is why it's yep. the realm of religion right so so what are you thinking dave yeah like you know i'm i'm a fall more on the enlightened side personally but if like you know it always if new facts are presented i'm gonna be like okay well that's interesting like space artifacts that maybe send you through time and make you have like visions of other stuff and all of a sudden you can like shoot fire out of your hand i'm gonna be like yeah so that changes things um so <laughs> maybe the world is more magical than i thought it was <laughs> right and and right. so like when when that stuff is out there and that's connected to the universalist sanctum or whatever, like that's based on like the pilgrim and a lot of that stuff that you learn in the main quest, the game of, of, of kind of like, Oh, how the pilgrim kind of helped found that of saying, okay, well, I know that there's this unity out here. So I'm going to make this vague religion in terms of seeking that. Like to me, that feels like the place to be because that's like, that's a goal. I feel like the enlightened are kind of in this universe, a f like kind of like a fragment of earth that's still kind of hanging out. Um, the great serpent, you know, I would be, listen, I would be more down for the great serpent. I I'd be down to like really snake it up. <laughs> if some snake boy showed up on my door and gave me some snake materials right now, I don't have a lot of snake materials because number one, snake materials, snake books, contraband, the snake track, the game, a little track that they had yeah. you. And it's like got four pages on it. And it's the story of the great snake. And yeah. Sacrifices. The like great snake really, yeah. And like, give me some idea of like what kind of snake powers I would have. Like, you know, can you be <laughs> as good as like artifact powers? Can snake powers be as good? Like that's my, that's also my thing. So I'm like, I'm not counting them out. I'm probably counting the enlightened out, I'm not mm -hmm. counting Varun out, but like in the game as it is today, I would actually agree with Nova. The universal sanctum I think would be, um, would be the place that I would, I would go to just based on the powers you could get. <laughs> okay. What yeah. Well, religion it, gave you superpowers. And this is my, yeah. Well, it's connected yeah, to it's connected Tom to the Ron. unity. We're on one team at least. Well, yeah. I mean, you guys have you don't know what side I've picked yet. I'm just I have to Ooh. play. I have to play like as the host. I have to play both sides. I have to challenge the position in order to make sure that you're firm in it. And like, what is this a that's, podcast? That's Come how on. that works, right? Um, <laughs> what are we debating? So Jeez. With uh, with universum, uh, yeah, sanctum universum. Um, 
we, we know the unity is real. We know that the pilgrim was a real person. Like we come to we come to this knowledge, right? A lot of the people in the group, they just they're just believing on faith. But we've played through the story. We understand that that stuff actually is real things. Um, there's I, I think what we will probably find if they ever expand the story enough is that the great serpent and sanctum universum are actually talking about related things that all have something to do with the unity in some way. Um, the enlightened are the ones who are different from those two in the fact that they, they're basically atheists or agnostics, right? They're like, well, this is what we do know. So let's focus on humanity and the evidence that we do know. And most of the time I side with that. Um, but in this case, we have some semblance of, well, there is something else going on out there, which I think raises the question of, is the unity something that connects to a deity or it just connects to an even more advanced civilization or biological creatures or non-biological creatures or whatever, but we might call it a deity because it seems powerful and beyond the scope of what we understand, but even then isn't truly an actual capital G God of everything. Right. Right. So and, and religions, uh, you know, but, and you probably know this because you studied religions. So I'm like, religions are all founded around a mission. Like there is like a particular mission. So like the mission could be, Oh, well, we're going to bring people to, you know, know our God, but it also could be like, Hey, human enlightenment is really important. And so we're going to make sure that people can be enlightened by just their experiences of living. Yeah. So I think I think the three groups are all in they're all it's it's like they're all looking at the same things from just from different angles. So it's the analogy of the elephant and the blind people, right? The person that one blind person touches the elephant's leg and is like, oh, it's a tree. And the other person touches the tail and they're like, no, it's a rope. And the other person touches the trunk and they're like, oh, it's a snake. But they're really describing different parts of the same thing. And I think maybe that's what's actually happening here. And that's just, again, we don't know a ton about all three of these groups yet, but my guess is that the enlightened are the ones going, well, we really don't have any facts, so let's just go with the things that we do know. And Sanctum and the Serpent are describing something that we know as the unity, which just creates more mystery because we don't know where that came from yet or who created it. Was it something that was divinely created? Is it a natural part of the nature of space and time that God, capital G, God created and put there? Or was it from another another group? I don't know. So in the case of not knowing any of that stuff, it makes it very hard to choose. I think if I go through each one, I'm not a big fan of Sanctum Universum and going through the worship and the theatrics of the of of capital R religion in order to worship something that I don't truly really have a sense of understanding. Uh, I think Great Serpent probably has the same kind of thing going for it. So I'm probably more in line with the enlightened. But I think there are value. There is value in those two other groups because they are describing something that is fundamentally real. So. It's tricky. If that's if that's an answer, did that make any sense? He's no. different from us. Get him. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you just don't want superpowers, and that's fine. <laughs> you don't have to be a superhero. You can just be a regular guy. Well, there's no guarantee for superpowers just because you believe a certain belief. I mean, I'm going to be really good at my religion, Tom. This is my <laughs> this is my fantasy. I mean, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna invest my time and efforts, boy, howdy, I'm going to go out there and get an artifact mm -hmm. that can replicate my whole body from another dimension briefly yeah dave's gonna be over here like wearing robes and everything look like an ewok or an, an ewok or no, in robes no, 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 I, I, i'm an ewok a um 
A Jedi? A Jawa. A, no, a Jawa. A Jawa. Like a little, yeah. a little desert walking case. Around. Just walking around. I was like, do you, you, know, you know where any artifacts are at? Do you know any artifacts I can have, please? <laughs> All right. Hey, so we're getting close to the end of the show. I know we've got like a hard stop coming up. I wanted to throw some other stuff out. Yeah. So are you ready for this? This, uh, this is the real question. We've done the, we've just done the preliminary stuff. This is the real question. Okay. Are you ready? Boom pop or chunks? Nova? Um, probably boom pop. <laughs> cool. Dave? <Boom laughs> I'm not pop. even going to ask why. <laughs> what? What was boom it? Pop. Boom pop? Wait, wait, wait. Can I change my answer? I want to go Canuck soda. <laughs> well, that was the next one. I was going to say, okay, oh, Boon Pop or Canuck? Oh, I guess answer for you. Canuck. I'm going Canuck, Canuck over Boon Pop. Yeah. <laughs> Dave? Boon Pop. Onomatopoeia. I love Batman 1969, you know? Yeah, but Canada, though. Come on. It's like, it's like the one surviving part of Canada in a, in a video game. The only thing Canada is great at is making ketchup chips, and I'll leave it at that. I don't think I've ever had a ketchup chip. It's you great. You should to. have it. That's it does not sound. It does not sound. I had. I had one. I had one when I went to Ottawa last year. It was just not ketchupy enough. Okay, so the next question to follow up on these other two is, why are you guys so crazy? Chunks is the best one. I don't like my fish to be a chunk. Oh, dude, it's great. Everything is a cube. It's so simple. Okay. I don't live in <laughs> Minecraft world, sir. I'd rather just live in actual reality where I can have, where my food has definition is not just a gelatinous blob. Well, I mean, I mean like the little, the little about. chunk, uh, the little chunk burger has like, it's got a little patty in there. It's okay. got some bread. It's just cut and shaped in a, into a square. Yeah, so my chunk burger that has been packaged sealed with like with a with a vacuum sealed little like tin foil container basically and thrown out into space essentially. Okay, <laughs> not a not a chunks fan, Dave. You're not a chunks fan. I don't like to it, think about meat in general. I just I like I eat it. <laughs> I like the taste of it, yeah. but I don't like to th- I don't like to th- I don't like to linger on that too much. Well, like, to me, with chunks, it's just the overly hyper processed nature that I get from it. Because like you you look at you look at the space food and then you're thinking like what on earth they put into this they cut it like they manufacture it into a cube instead of leaving mm-hmm. its organic shape they manufacture it into a cube so what else did they do to it I think I've uh, brought yes. unity I... to this podcast because both of you are in agreement about this well <laughs> that's a, actually a really good point because I think about so like when I have a soda IRL. I my favorite soda is Diet Dr Pepper because here's the thing: Dr Pepper has 23 artificial flavors combined into one sh- soda. And what is Diet Dr Pepper? Well, they took the actual sugar out and put in artificial sugar. So it's literally just the most, the absolute most artificial soda you could ever have. Like it is the premier artificial soda. Mm-hmm. And so when you have a Diet Dr. Pepper, nothing else in the world will ever taste like Diet Dr. Pepper because there's nothing in our natural world that can taste <laughs> it's, it's like right. Diet Dr. Pepper. Right. So maybe that's right for Chunks. Mm. Like, Chunks is so mm. processed and it's mm-hmm. so out there. That it's like, mm-hmm. Chunks is very specific taste. And it's not like, oh, I could, I really want some meat. It's like, no, I really want some Chunks. It's like Spam. You know? It's like Spam. You don't get Spam yeah. without with actual real meat. It's impossible. Right. It's impossible to make Spam out of real meat. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. Or American exactly cheese, that. right? Because it's not actually yeah. cheese. It's a cheese-like product. Right. Yeah. 
It's it, yeah. it, but it's like so it's like so condensed and so artificial. It's like it's like a really bad movie. There's like bad movies and then there's really bad movies that become great. It's like, like it's like about- the it's the it's the U shape, right? It's the it's right. the shoehorn thing where like you yeah. start you go to the top right and it's like oh this is absolutely legitimately terrible and then you go down to the bottom you're like oh these are actually really good and then you end up way back at the loop again where you're like no this is so bad that it's good again. Right. That the, the description like didn't the actually room, match. But trolls too. Right. Right. Like, the top, the top right would be really oh good, and God, then it gets worse and worse and worse until it gets good again. <laughs> that would be the the loop. Yeah, yeah. No, I get what you're saying. As somebody who drinks a lot of diet soda every day, I don't seem to have any problems with uh, manufactured food products. Um, I, mean, I mean, like I try I, to I, eat healthy food. I try to eat good, better stuff. But like, admittedly, I do eat enough like some fast food. I'm like, and eh, whatever, it's fine. But like, look at that chunks though. Like, I I, I, I get this the same just kind of like. Not really queasy feeling, but just like suspicious, like mm-hmm. eyes. When they go squint, my nose, cr- my nose crunches up. But I'm looking at the spam. Like, would I ever eat that? And if I did eat that, what yeah. would happen to me in 30 years just yeah. from touching that? Because I really don't know. Because you're already getting exposed to so much radiation already in the Starfield universe. I don't want chemically. I don't want carcinogenic based cancer. I'd rather just. I'd rather just dip my melanoma. Thank you very much. <laughs> and spacesuits that don't actually keep out bad things for some reason, which is yes, weird, right? Like that's super weird. Why right? did they make them like? That? Why did they make <laughs> them like that? These are the most incompetent spacesuits ever. Why didn't All they right. spe- specify? <laughs> oh, there's a cold one. This is a hot one. This this one like there's right. no specification it's just like this is for mining people it's this like, one everything oh, will get you if you stay outside long enough but right. so good luck all right real quick because we're really running out of time here i know dave's got to go uh, in just a few minutes crimson fleet or ecliptic ecliptic crimson fleet ecliptic the mercenaries right yeah i'd rather work for the mercs nova's a merc dave i feel like you're crimson fleet. Uh, yeah I'm, I'm crimson fleet i mean you, you got I mean, I love Fast and Furious, man. And what are you do in Fast and Furious? You get a bunch of people together, and they're like, "Yeah, we're going to go steal from the banks in Brazil. And we're going to ride on the highway." And also, <laughs> with the family, <laughs> it's about it's about family. Gotta go with the cookout. And that's the way I feel about the Crimson Fleet. Is like they're just as bad as the Ecliptic Merc, but also it's about family. So they gotta get my, you know, two tattoos in the arms for good old Vin Diesel slash Crimson Feet. You know what I mean? See, here's the thing. I actually want equipment that's that's good and actually will function. So I'm going to go with ecliptic because I'm going to get something like an AK-47 and it's going to actually work. Yes, I'm holding an AK-47 right now. I literally got this during the break just specifically for this bit right here. Well, we can't see no you because you're not on camera. No <laughs> <laughs> but I believe I you. Pictures. I said pictures. Yeah, cool. I believe I, me. I, I believe you. I believe you. It's no, just this kind is of, the podcast. I can just say things. I can just make <laughs> things appear. It's just yeah. a, a random world that I live in. Course, I'm wearing yeah. a spro- sombrero right now. Uh, wow. All right. Well, hey, we got to wrap this up. All right, man. You guys only agreed about the chunks, and then even then, you started to disagree about that because Dave started to change his mind. Well, so. I, you know, I listen. Listen. <laughs> Dave just likes his diet, Dr. Pepper, so much. I mean, it's pretty good. I'm all about that DDP. Good. You know, uh, yeah. I think DDP. You call it short. <laughs> you have a short name because yeah. you say it so much that you have to yeah, shorten it. I'm about that DDP. It replaces your morning coffee, I think, right? I think that's what you said earlier. You know, I don't, I don't, coffee. I'm, not, I'm not a big soda drinker in general, but it's like, it's like, I'm not a soda drinker in general, but when I do, it's Diet Dr. Pepper. Um, 
but no, I can never replace morning coffee. Morning coffee makes me a better person. It may hurt my heart, but it makes me a better person. <laughs> it hurts my heart and my teeth, and I'll be purely yeah. white again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this was super I'm fun. I'm glad that you were able to make it, Nova. I'm sorry Turbo wasn't here. Turbo could have made it yesterday, but then the two of you were having a hard time. Yeah. So we had some schedule stuff. But Turbo, so sorry you couldn't make it. Looking forward to talking to you again uh, soon. Uh, Nova, I know you got a, a YouTube channel to shout out before we wrap this up. Oh, yes, I do. I have uh, my YouTube channel, as Tom just said, which is Supernova. So capital S, you know, Uber, capital N, zero, capital V, capital A. Look for the golden retriever icon. I mostly do Fallout content, but I haven't posted in like a month and a half because, oh, my gosh, the f- this time of year is so freaking busy. <laughs> mm. I, just do, I just do it for fun. So don't expect me to uh, be regular with it. If you do decide to look at my YouTube channel, but you got videos up there and that's all that really matters. Yeah, I, right? Yeah. So. It did for like last yeah. two years. So yeah, it's, man, you know, I have a good catalog if you want to go back and look at them. Yeah, that's what counts. Awesome. Well, thank you for supporting the show. Thanks for being here. So sorry, Turbo, that we missed you tonight. Hope everything's all right. And Dave, you got anything else going on you want to share? Uh, here, here, here. I'll say this. I'll, I will say this. Stop what you're doing. Stop driving. Pull over the side of the road. Carefully. Carefully. Stop. Don't just hit the brakes. You might. No, no, no. Hit the brakes. Don't hit the brakes. Just very Pull out carefully. Your phone and Pull subscribe over. to Supernova. That's what I got to say. Don't forget. He gave, he, gave, he gave his nice spiel. He gave exactly what he's doing. Go subscribe to it. You should do it. That's my spiel. There's Thanks, Dave. Also, Dave does round rolls. It's a fun podcast where they it's play. Fun. I talk about games. it every week. So go yeah. listen to another episode. You, you know, it's, I mean, you know, myself, Robots Radio and I did a bunch of stuff. Thanks for being here, everybody. We're going to wrap this up. Uh, have a wonderful week and Dave and I will be back next week with uh, another regular episode and uh, until then stay safe out there and try not to eat too many chunks because I guess they're bad for you somebody's going to write us letters about that All right, see you all later you enjoyed this show did you know that parodies are copyright protected tell a friend and review on itunes or other services dave and tom excited for starfield let's all speculate and wear no shoes why aren't we wearing any shoes? Because shoes rhymes with iTunes, and that's the best I could think of. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.